Hey everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome to another episode, another show of Doug. And Renee. Married Married Life. life. Married Married Life. life. This is us. Married life. Married life. Welcome back, everybody, <laughs> to another episode, another um, edition of Date Me. Date Me. Not me. I'm Not married. Me. Not me. I'm married. That's right. To Renee. That's right. I'm married to Doug. We yeah. married to each, each other. other. <laughs> <laughs> For almost 35 years, y'all might get tired of hearing us say this, but it's not to brag on us, but it's to boast about our God who blessed us to make it to 35 years. So that's something we're going to keep saying, because even when we say it in our mind, it's like, wow. 35 years. 35 years of marriage, which means... see it coming. Didn't see it coming. God knew this date was coming. And, and we had to date each other along the way <laughs> to keep it going, right? Mm-hmm. You had to date each other. Yes. I date you, you date me, we date each other. Exactly. <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense. <laughs> it, 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 look, I've been married to you long enough. It made sense to me. Okay. Well, we are, um, yeah, July 20th. Be 35 years. So whenever you're listening to this, this will either be before our 35th anniversary or after our 35th anniversary. But it'll be somewhere around 35. So anyway, um, <laughs> I, we were talking yesterday, not yesterday, we were talking in the last podcast about Samson and Delilah. I believe you brought up Samson and Delilah. Yeah, I just, I read the scripture of how in Judges, she looked good in his eyes. Yes. And we were talking about, generally speaking, men are visual. Mm-hmm. Right? And say, so to, to, to keep along with that same theme, I wanted to not exclude our single people, our single folks who are listening to us. Because sometimes when you're talking about date me, I like to start at the beginning and say, well, how do you date? Who should you date? And what are the pitfalls of going into this thing called dating in a, um, if you don't do it correctly? Now, dating is basically, it wasn't necessarily in the Bible. That's something we came up with, a man-made tradition or man-made institution. But generally speaking, um, dating was not in the Bible. But going back to Samson and Delilah, and and I, I thought this was interesting, and I in my notes, I put what not to do when you're dating and to let people into our conversation we had. Um, I think I asked you for your birthday. I asked you for something. I said, what do you not want to do? <laughs> mm-hmm. And you was like, why don't you just ask me what do I want to do? Because we're so opposite. Yes. And I'm the, I'm the cynical one like let me tell you what I'm not gonna do mm-hmm. what I don't want and you're like no ask me what do I want to do 
or, yeah. and tell me what you want to do, yeah. not what you don't want to do. Yeah, so we're just so opposite. So generally speaking, if you're dating single people, you're going to date someone who's probably opposite, uh, polar opposite of what or who you are. But one of the things that I noticed when when you're talking about Samson Delilah, um, and you can go back and read the story, it's in the book of Judges, somewhere around chapter 14 or so, uh, keeping, and this is for our single people, keeping a person a secret from your family or your loved ones. Mm-hmm. If you're dating someone and you don't want your family or your loved ones to know or your friends to know you're dating this person, you got to ask why. You know? Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, why? Mm-hmm. Why do I not want to share this part of my life with my loved ones, my family, or friends? And and you got to, you know... And pretty, I'm pretty sure there, there's a logical reason why you don't want to do it. But you just want to, I'm just trying to help you out. Because the enemy wants to keep you isolated. He wants to keep you on the island by yourself. He doesn't want um, your friends or your loved ones to know about your relationship. And somewhere in, I want to say Proverbs, it talks about there's uh, safety in the multitude of counsel or something along those lines. I can find the scripture, but mm-hmm. there's some, something like that in Proverbs or possibly Psalms. And so you have to ask yourself a serious question and, you know, pray about it. If I'm dating someone or if I'm seeing someone, why do I not want this person around the people who are most important to me? And so... Going back to Samson and Delilah, that was something that, you know, and his, his, if let's start off this way Judges 14, 2 and 3 in the amplified version. Um, it says, So he went back and told his father and his mother, I saw a woman in Timah, I guess that's how you pronounce it, one of the daughters of the Philistines. Again, Samson, you know, they, it was told you don't want to deal with the Philistines because you're from Israel. And but he said, I saw a woman because men are visual. We visual. We see. And even though his father and his mother said to him, you know, there's no woman around here. You can't date you. You got to go get someone from the Philistines um, who are uncircumcised or pagan. And Samson told his father, go get her for me because she looks pleasing to me. So, again, Beneficial, we see things, but you have to, brothers, you have to, how do I say this in a nice way? You have to be mindful and be, I want to, I'm not trying to be vulgar, but you have to listen to your, your, in the, your intellect and not yeah. your physical. <laughs> I'm trying not to say I, it. I, I, I hope. Our adult listeners get what you're trying to yeah. say. Yeah. No. I don't think any children listen to it. Listen to the head on your shoulders, not there the head you in go. your pants. There you go. Okay. Let's sweep. We, we keep it real. We keep it raw. Okay. So he, he saw, and again, this was in Judges 14, 2 and 3. It wasn't necessarily love with Delilah. It was lust, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion, because he knew she was trying to take his strength from him. But he kept going back. Mm-hmm. And so, again, there, there are people that, again, I'm, I'm specifically talking to single people, that 
people in your life that you may be dating that you know they just sap you of your energy. They're not good for you. But yet we keep going back to them. And I'm saying we because I don't want to put anybody on blast. Um, You keep going back to them and you know they're not necessarily good for you. But yet you keep going back and back and back. And he knew she was trying to figure out what made what made him strong. Mm-hmm. And she, she, uh, he just kept going back. And I'm so sorry. would you say that initially when people date, it's a physical attraction? I don't know. I can't say all the time, but I just, I think for men. Whether it's, whether it's physical men, of how speaking, someone yeah. looks or physical in a sense that I've heard of people being attracted to someone's intellect. Mm-hmm. Like someone is just very um, well-spoken and well-educated, and that's a turn-on for some people. Um, but... But? I'm, I'm just going to pause there. There's no but. There's no but. But okay. I just wanted to ask you that question. This sounds like to me you were saying... To be careful of um, it just being a physical mm-hmm. attraction. Yeah, because God had told him and not to, I mean, this is going back, you know, years, if not decades or generations. The Israelites were not supposed to marry the Philistines. Mm-hmm. They weren't supposed to. It wasn't marry supposed outside to there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and again, this this was this wasn't necessarily interracial. God wasn't against interracial. It was about the Philistines served other gods, so mm-hmm. it was didn't have anything to do with race per se. You know, twenty first century, twenty first century. You know, every I'm gonna say everything is about race, but this was this particular story has nothing to do with race. It has to do with your faith and your belief. Yes, be yes. not. Don't be unequally, unequally yoked, yoked with exactly. unbelievers. Exactly. So if you're, um, if you're going out there and you have to ask yourself, why are certain types of people attracted to me? Why am I attracted to certain types of people? And there's nothing wrong if you're not ready to date. There's nothing wrong with saying, you know, let me just stay in this space till I get my mind right. I get, you know, some other things may be going on in my life, but I need to make sure I don't want to upset God. I don't want to displease God by dating someone who would take me away from or draw me away from my faith. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we get um, caught up in looking at people, looking at uh, social media and thinking, well, I need to have a person because this person has, you know, this person's with this person. This person's with that person, but if it's not your season to um, to date someone, then just be happy being single and be whole being single. And so um, you have to understand where you are in life. There are some people who are attracted to bad boys or bad girls. And again, these are the type of people who will draw you away from the will of God in your life. And so you have to be put on the whole armor of God and be mindful of this in this season of your life that, Hey, I just, maybe dating right now isn't the best thing for me. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, while you were saying all of that, I was just thinking to myself or the Holy Spirit was telling me that those people who it's not your season or your time to date, date God. Mm -hmm. Be uh, um, intimate with God in the sense that you're so focused on Him and the things of God that when it's your season, God's going to send that person your way, whether you're a male or a female, that now females should not be looking for someone. Um, men are supposed to find a wife. The Bible is clear about that. He who findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtain favor of the Lord. But if it's not your season and it's not your timing, um, your distraction should be your total commitment to God, your intimacy with God, spending time with Him. And I can hear somebody saying, well, what does that look like? That means reading your word. That means studying your word. That means laying before God, sitting before God, talking to God, listening to God, uh, sitting in, in, a, in a posture of worship where you're worshiping God and just saying, God, it's just you and me, and I'm just enjoying every moment. And that's uh, what I talk, what I mean when I'm talking about dating God, just really making sure that you're spending a lot of time with him. Because when you date with someone else, uh, initially, that's what people do. They're always texting each other, or they're mm -hmm. always calling each other, or they're going out with each other, or meeting up with each other. Do that with God. So you said, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And I agree with you 100% that the man should be looking for a wife. I believe that. And I know that's what you believe. But is it okay or would you say it's okay for a lady to ask a man out for a date? They're not asking. She's not thinking of getting married. It's just dating. Yeah, I don't. I'm, okay. I'm not old fashioned in a sense where I feel like the woman shouldn't ask. Um, hey, you want to go out and grab a bite to eat? Hey, you want to go to the movies with me? I mean, that's fine. Okay. No, I was just wanting yeah. to clarify that. Yeah, I, I, I don't think me. so. I think it's a, a matter of personal preference. Mm -hmm. Some people don't feel comfortable with that. I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Okay. No, I just wanted to just wanted to clarify. Put that out there. Okay. You know, it's okay for the ladies to ask a guy out. Just make sure you pay him if you're asking him out. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. That's a whole other episode. So in Judges 14, 2 and 3, we, we talk about, you know, it talks about Samson. He says, I saw a woman in Tema, you know, daughter of Philistine. And then if you go to Judges 16 and 1, Samson went to Gaza yeah, still Gaza, the Gaza Strip, and saw a prostitute there. Again, he saw men, ladies, I'm trying to tell you, men are visual. Generally speaking, guys are visual. And then if you go down to verse 4, you know, he fell in love with this Philistine woman um, whose name was Delilah. I'm paraphrasing. So, again, you have to understand that if you're going to put yourself out there in a way where God does not is not pleased with you. If you're if you want to date someone, let's just say the bad boy or the bad girl, someone who's taking you away from uh the things of God. 
there's a scripture that says with every temptation, God makes a way of escape. And I have to find that scripture. But you have to understand there is a way out, but you have to want to be out. Mm-hmm. Get out. Because if you keep finding yourself in a position of dating or being attracted to or attracting the wrong people, the wrong type of person, you have to say, well, what am I doing? What am I putting out there that's attracting the wrong type of person? Am I dressing a certain way? Am I going to certain places? Am I listening to certain things? Am I you know, hanging around certain type of people? And usually it may be a combination of all those things that causes these um, uh, same type of person. They, mm-hmm. you know, the person may look different. The names may be different, but it's the same type of person. What am I doing to attract this type of person that right. consistently is trying to draw me away from God or the things of the things of the Lord? Yes. And they may not be like Delilah where they are intentionally, Delilah was intentional she knew that what she was trying to do to Samson. Um, the, on the other hand, people may not realize that they're pulling you away from God. They're just being selfish and trying to pull you to meet their own personal gratification. But it ultimately is pulling you away from God. It's the same thing, whether they intend to or they don't intend to. The word is clear. God said, you shall not have any other gods before me. So anytime you're putting something or someone else before God, that thing or that person becomes an idol in your life. So you have to be very careful when you are dating someone that they do not become your God, Mm -hmm. that you do not put them first. And the reality is it's true for marriage as well. When you get married... And um, speaking specifically to the women where the man is the head of the house, he doesn't replace God in your life. Just because God said the husband is the head of the house, that does not mean that husband is your God. Now, y'all should be serving the same God, which makes life a whole lot easier in marriage. But they are he is not your God. And she is not your God either. So you just have to be careful to make sure that in whatsoever stage you're in, single or married, dating, courting, whatever you want to call it, that God is still first and foremost in your life. So you said something interesting. And uh, when you're talking about you don't think they're doing it on purpose, Meaning the unbelievers are trying to draw the believers away. I don't, I don't know if they're doing it on purpose, but I do know there's an enemy out there. Mm-hmm. And the enemy is trying to pull them away from the things of God. And he may just be using, because he just may be using well, a certain he, type of person. Certain type person mm-hmm. Because you know what you like, God knows what you like, and the devil knows what you like. Mm-hmm. You know, how you like it, who you like it, you know. And so you have to be mindful of that. And I heard... Um, and I heard Bishop Jake say this years ago, and I'm just paraphrasing. He says, some people are drawn to your anointing and they're trying to take you, you know, pull you from your anointing. They're just drawn to you. So you have to be mindful of that. And again, I'm paraphrasing what he said, because this was years ago. But he talked about how people 
uh, drawn to your anointing. So you have to guard your anointing and be careful with who you allow in your space Mm -hmm. because not everyone in your space is necessarily good for you. So I found the scripture. uh, It's in 1 Corinthians 10 and 13. And this is in the NIV version. No temptation has overtaken you. Uh, except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. So you will be, you will be tempted, but the thing is, you don't want to put yourself in a position where you constantly have to, you know, fight your way out of it. And another thing, I thought about this when... I said when I was reading the story of Samson and Delilah, nowhere in that scripture or in that story does it say, and I, I read this multiple versions or translations, that Samson prayed to God until he got until he got, you know, in trouble. Mm-hmm. Until you know, they, they cut his hair and they did all that other stuff. Until he got in trouble, Samson was just like, I'm good. I don't need to have a relationship with the Lord. You know, I can handle this. I can handle these women. I can do what I want to do, how I want to do it, when I want to do it. And so he was just like all in his flesh. He felt, and again, I'm just reading what was in the Bible. He didn't, it didn't come across as if he felt like he needed God until he needed God. Mm -hmm. And so be careful when you're out there dating and, you know, prayer. And my wife talked about it, prayer, prayer, prayer. And, you know, let people in your circle. Bring, And if if you do uh, bring this person around your friends and family and they have reservations, just, just hear them out. They may be valid points. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I don't know why God had us on this subject. But just your friends and family have nothing for, for the most part. They just want the best for you. So if you if you're afraid to bring someone who you're dating around those who love you the most, that that may be a red flag. And I would just say, hold on, pause, slow down, because there there's a reason why you don't want to bring your friend around your family. Mm-hmm. You uh, the scripture that you talked about earlier. Um, is in Proverbs eleven fourteen. It says, where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Where is it? That's in Proverbs 11 and 14. Okay. Where no counsel is, the people fall. And um, when I pulled that up for you, I just thought that was interesting. It says, where no counsel is, the people fall. And I think... We always advocate for people going to counseling, mm-hmm. um, licensed uh, counselors, but sometimes the counsel may encompass your friends or your family or a close loved one, someone that you're accountable to who might say, hey man, she's no good for you. Hey, hey girl, he's no good for you. And you would, of course, have to seek God and ask God to show that to you as well. Because, you know, some people say that and they mean well, and some people say it and they don't. 
And but you, if you have a close loved one, close loved one, family, you know, parent, sibling, best friend who says, "Hey, you know, there's something about this person." Uh, maybe they're discerning something that you have blocked out just mm-hmm. because of your infatuation with the whole idea of dating or being with, with someone. So I would suggest just praying and asking God to show you if that was counsel, good counsel for you to keep you from falling into a uh, situation or a relationship that really isn't healthy for you. I like that word, infatuation. I really like that word because some sometimes you can be, you want the idea, you just want to be in a relationship. You don't care who it's with. You right. just want, <laughs> yeah. I just want to be in a relationship. I just want to be married. I don't necessarily, I'll worry about all the other stuff later. I just want somebody to be there for me. Mm-hmm. I and, just want to go out with somebody and have somebody with me or yeah. couple up with another yeah. you know, couple. Yeah. I want somebody to hold the door open for me. I want somebody... Infatuation, because you never know what goes on behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. You never know. So Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Not if you love me, you'll break the law or do something immoral, which goes against my word. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. So I just, I don't know why we're on this subject today. Really, I don't. Uh, Because the whole thing was date me. And we were trying to look at it from a a marital perspective. But I just want to stress to our single people, we love you. You know, if it's God's will, we want you to be married. We've been fairly transparent for the last two plus years on this podcast about the things we've gone through. And so we just, if there's something we can say, you know, hear our heart that we don't want you to go down a path that you don't have to go down. You know, like my wife said, sometimes it's just infatuation. You want to be in a relationship. Uh, doesn't matter who it's with or, you know, what they believe. I just, w- I just want to be in a relationship. You know, just be careful because if you open your heart and you allow someone into a space that they're not necessarily supposed to be in, that's going to be a hard thing to walk back. And because you, you know, the Bible says guard your heart. So if you allow someone in your heart and, you know, your innermost thoughts and things that should be reserved for a spouse, conversations that should be reserved for a spouse, you know, just it's going to be hard on you. So I just want to encourage you on this Sunday to. Be mindful. Um, We talked about having counsel. And uh, my prayer is that, you know, God will bless you with someone. And I just want you to think about what we said for the last 20 something minutes. And we love you. We just want the best for you. Yes. And um, as we close, I just have one question that I want to pose. And maybe we will pick this up in episode number three, um, based on something that you just said, protecting your heart and not letting people close in in your heart. And this is a question that I don't want you to answer now, Doug. And I want, and I'm not going to answer it. I just want you all to 
let this marinate. At what point do you show your true colors? God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also, feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.